Hello and welcome to 9to5 Fitness, a podcast about how to incorporate a healthy lifestyle into a 9to5 work week, presented by Sunny Health and Fitness. And this episode is brought to you by the Sunny Health and Fitness Recumbent Desk Exercise Bike. resident fitness expert Matt and I'm Chris your everyday nine-to-fiver and today we are talking about something that we missed in a previous episode uh, office ergonomics remember when I had trouble with that word ergo ergonomics (laughs) office ergonomics so why do we need to talk about office ergonomics what's the what do people usually ask and then the solution is Looking at office ergonomics. Well, I know that uh, some people complain about back pain, arm pain, shoulder pain, carpal tunnel, neck pain. Yeah, I think you got all the pains there. Well, that's because I experienced them all. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I guess the main question is then, how can you prevent pains at work? Can you prevent pains at work? A lot of pain pills you can. But then again, you're not going to get work done. (laughs) Yeah, trying, I guess we're trying to find, are there solutions rather than cover-ups, I right, guess you right. would say. So there's a couple things that we have to look at when we're talking about pain at work. And like you said, you've experienced some of those, correct? Mm, good chunk of them. Yeah. And depending on what your work environment is, you may or may not experience certain pains more than if you had a different kind of job. So, for example, if you're sitting down all day, maybe you have a little bit more lower back pain, but... If you are somebody that stands all day, maybe you got more knee, back, or knee, hip, and foot pain, ankle pain. So the first thing you kind of have to look at when you're talking about office pain is what does your work setting look like? The second thing is, okay, where exactly is the pain coming from? And then after that, once you identify, you know, what your environment is and where those pains are located, then you can start looking at, all right, well, how do I come up with a solution? So I can either resolve these issues or help minimize the effects of the strenuous workload or work environment that you have. So you mentioned some of those pains already, Christina. Do you Mm -hmm. have a guess at what you think might be the three most common areas of pain? Are we talking office or are we talking standing job? This is on your body. Well, okay. Just in general. Um, I would say lower back. Yep, and, uh, you got for, it, number one. That's definitely one because of the I get inflammation back there quite a bit if I'm not moving around, flexing it, or you know, stretching. Good chiropractic visit is always nice. <laughs> yes. In my opinion, anyway. Yes, yes. Wrist and elbow, like around there. Usually, in my in my experience, whenever my wrists or my elbows get tight, my fingers and hands get really cranky. Okay, you got and, number three. Now look for number two. The neck. There you go. We'll kind of just lump neck and shoulder together as kind of one unit. Yeah, yeah. Because kind of happen simultaneously sometimes. You just kind of like got to turn your head and pop it every now and then. Yeah. So the three most common pain-related issues, usually in the low back. Low back is kind of the biggest one because no matter mm-hmm. what your work environment looks like, um, if you're sitting for a long period of time, that creeps up fairly quickly. I think I've had a few jobs where I'm sitting most of the time, and currently I have a job where I'm sitting a lot of the time. Yes. And... I can say that I didn't have any real lower back pain, but then over the past maybe, I don't know, two to three months, I guess I started to kind of feel it creeping up. Is that up. when you started doing your running? <laughs> no. Oh, darn. I was going to tease <laughs> my you back, on that. My, my back felt 
actually my back so my back feels better when i am exercising and then when i go and sit down at work sometimes i can feel like it gets tired and fatigued it's and- funny you bring that up because last night when i was when i got home i'm feeling like my my lower back's doing that that inflamed sort of uh achy feel mm-hmm. but after doing several rounds of like yoga t- twisting you know rotating and you know, hanging off the bed upside down trying to get my you know blood to flow just because it was hurting so bad finally stopped yeah and uh then i sat there i'm like darn it matt's right i do have to exercise (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i mean yes i mean exercise is one of the benefits in helping with pain issues um you know if it's muscular related Mm. um, exercise definitely can help with those issues so um, you're doing the right thing so keep it up especially if you start feeling it creep up uh intensely at work it's always good to just take a break and Move around, do some basic exercises, and just kind of get out of that position so your body doesn't, you know. Yeah, I, I have wrist exercises, neck exercises. You see me fidgeting around all day long. <laughs> so we kind of have to look at, all right, well, if we identify that we do have pain in a specific area, like what what's actually causing this? So what's going on, like, internally uh, from a physiological, biomechanical standpoint? Um, what, what Why is this, why do we have pain um, from these certain positions that we're working in? And uh, the way we describe it, we describe these pain issues as musculoskeletal disorders. So, um, meaning that the pain usually derives from a problem within your muscles, um, your nerves, your tendons, your ligaments, your joints, sometimes cartilage, and your spinal discs. So, lots of different factors can uh, determine what your pain is coming from, uh, but usually it's involving one or multiple of those uh, parts of your body. So, um, Low back pain, neck pain, wrist pain, knee pain, ankle pain. Um, Usually we qualify those as musculoskeletal disorders. So they can vary in severity, um, you know, anywhere from, oh, no, I bent over and twisted my back and now I can't walk as like an acute incident that came on very quickly. Or it can be something that develops chronically over time after years and years and years of not really noticing it. And then all of a sudden, oh, man, my back really hurts. Where did that come from? Mm-hmm. So it kind of just depends on, um, you know, how how the disorder is kind of surfaced. If it's something that's happened, you know, from an on-the-job incident um, or if it's something that's kind of creeps up over time, there's different ways to look at it and how you can treat it. So some of them can be very distinct uh, disorders, like you mentioned, carpal tunnel syndrome or lower back pain. Um, and the main thing you have to look at when you're first trying to deal with this is what does your main working condition look like? So um, there's a few different working conditions. I think we can qualify them into three different categories. The first one being sitting. Right? A lot of people sit at their desk, desk job, um, sitting for most of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one we can kind of look at, I would say, is more of a lifting position where um, you, know, you're, you may not be standing in one place, uh, either walking around, you're actually doing some physical labor. So you're bending, you're twisting. So like our warehouse guys Yeah, and you're, stuff. you're reaching. So a warehouse position, um, any position that involves you doing some kind of maintenance where you're going up and down a ladder, if you're, um, you know, painting, if you're, you know, plumbing, if you're doing some kind of activity that involves physical manual labor, um, that's the next kind of, you know, um, uh, the next kind of job that, that could require specific treatment if you're doing specific movements that are causing you discomfort or pain. Um, and the last one is prolonged standing. So any position where you actually have to stand for most of the time that you're working. The majority so, of my jobs were those 
kind of positions. <laughs> yeah, usually, usually your job's <laughs> going to fall into one of those three categories, either sitting for long periods of time, um, doing some kind of physical labor, moving around a lot in awkward movements, or a position where you're standing for a prolonged period I of time. I think if you're going to be stuck in one position for a long period of time, regardless of which one it is, it's going to really take a toll on you. Even if you're, like, laying down all day, I'm pretty sure what atrophy will set in and you're just no longer going to walk. Yeah, that, that definitely could set in for sure. If your, body, yeah. your, your muscles aren't having to resist any type of force, then yeah. It's so funny that every time I think of it, it brings me back to the secret garden about the boy who never walked. It's like, oh. All right, so how common are musculoskeletal disorders? Um, well, if you look at some of the statistics, um, musculoskeletal disorders are the, ma- the, the major cause for missed work time for injury uh, in across all industries. Yeah. Um, I remember missing several months worth of work because I uh, developed tendinitis in my shoulder from repetitive motion holding a camera because photography is dangerous. <laughs> yeah. So, nobody would think, nobody yeah, believes me when I tell yeah. them that. They're like, how did you hurt yourself as a photographer? I'm like, <laughs> pictures. Yeah. So you, you were assuming a specific position that you had yeah. to do for your job. And repetitive position. O- overuse of that type of position caused... Um, an injury, so mm-hmm. fairly common. The most common one is uh, lower back pain. So um, not only is it costly for the employer, but it's also costly for the employee as well um, for insurance costs for the employer and then missing time at work for the employee. So Yeah, that's a bummer. It's beneficial for both parties to make sure that their employees are as healthy as possible when it comes to uh, musculoskeletal disorders. So Do you think you can, we can put a like massage therapist in the suggestion box? That would be great. That would be a great idea. <laughs> I would definitely support that. Just like, come over, please, please. You know, <laughs> each team gets a day. <laughs> while, while we're waiting for our on-staff massage therapist <laughs> to treat us at a moment's notice, um, there are certain solutions that you can start implementing uh, today, right now. Um, and we'll hopefully go over some of those so that you can kind of... Uh, uh, at first, start to identify what it is that you need to uh, focus on and then maybe uh, develop some basic strategies around uh, making sure that you start preventing things from either getting worse or maybe um, reversing some of those complications. So uh, diving into what ergonomics actually is, uh, it's the science. It is a science. and There are professionals that are qualified ergo- ergonomics. Ergonomists. <laughs> that's a hard word. Uh, I'm a just fun saying. profession to say. Uh, so that actually, individuals that that's their job. They go around and they make sure that companies are working in the most um, well positioned uh, ways, so they prevent injury. That's kind of um, cool. Now you don't have to hire a professional to do this. There are certain things you can do by yourself, um, and we have a really useful assessment tool that we are that we're going to uh, share and attach the link for, so you can actually go through it after you listen to some of the things that we're going to point, point out uh, to see if there are certain things that you can adjust uh, at your workstation, whatever it is, whatever it is that you do, um, so you can help to maybe relieve or help, um, help you prevent from certain injuries or certain pains from getting worse. So uh, it's not a guarantee, but it has been proven to help um, many different people. So um, again, ergonomics, the science of fitting the workplace, so wherever workplace you, you work in, whatever job demands you have, um, to your capabilities. So um, if you aren't somebody who's particularly comfortable standing and you have had a certain issue with maybe back pain 
but you are somebody that needs to bend over, to reach, to move around, to lift things, uh, but you've had a history of back pain, there are certain things that you want to make sure that you're aware of so you're not putting yourself in a position uh, to aggravate that. So that's the first thing that you want to make sure that you do is recognize what your work conditions are, uh, what are the demands of your job, and then what are your actual capabilities. So what, what personally is your physical capability level? Um, and then after that, you want to look at, okay, well, what are the risk factors to my current working position? Now, you might think, okay, if I'm sitting down at a desk, what's the risk of sitting down in a chair working on my computer? Doesn't sound like there's a lot of risk there, right? Slouching. <laughs> I'm actually doing that right now, and I'm thinking, God, I just... I want to go get my peanut. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of, you know, when we talk about desk jobs, you know, we don't usually associate that with being a lot of risk. But if we look at the effects that awkward posture can have on your body, um, then that could be a major risk factor from developing pain, especially chronically over a long period of time. So uh, the first thing that you want to look at is... um, are you in an awkward posture? So we'll kind of go over what that looks like um, with the assessment tool towards the end. Um, but that's one of the, and these are all research-backed risk factors. Um, so awkward postures is the first one. The next one is uh, forceful exertions. So if you're somebody that does a lot of lifting, a lot of pushing, a lot of pulling, um, a lot of reaching, those are typical movements that have done repetitively over a long period of time, um, over hours, days, months, years. Sometimes that can lead to chronic injury and musculoskeletal disorders that lead to pain. Um, Kind of going along with forceful exertions, repetitive motions, um, how long you're doing those repetitive motions, contact stress. Any idea what contact stress sounds like to you? I don't know, but all I can think of is like one dude chucking into another dude, like just going <laughs> football that, status. That would, right that would be other. a contact stress for sure. Hockey, hockey. So, <laughs> so contact stress is basically. Sorry, that was bad. Oh, it's, a, it's a good picture, good way to visualize it. Uh, contact stress is basically a position. So let's say you have your arm on your desk, right? Mm, gotcha. And it's That's not, a little bit less aggressive. Yeah, it's not flat. <laughs> You know, it's it's kind of hanging off. Your forearm's hanging off. Maybe your wrist is hanging off a little bit. And you've got pressure on your wrists in a weird way. It doesn't hurt when you do it. But over time, if there's constant pressure in a certain area, it could inflame that area, specifically if it's on a joint or if you're in a position where the angle of stress is significant, uh, you could develop some pain from contact stress. So it's Like just, click finger. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's more, yeah, click finger. It's more of like, you know, if you're leg is hanging off and your knee's in a funny place and you start to feel pain because it's in a weird pressured position. That makes sense. So contact stress. The next one is vibration. Now, um, a lot of people might not be in a work environment that causes them to feel vibration, but you can think that there's a lot of individuals out there that, you know, maybe they're holding on to a drill, maybe they're holding on to a jackhammer, maybe they're holding on to something, some kind of power tool that's causing a lot of vibration. Um, if used repetitively over time, can cause some issues as well. Okay. Um, and the last one is just unfamiliar work conditions. So let's say you're somebody that is working at a desk, and all of a sudden, you know, you work somewhere that has a warehouse, and somebody's like, "Hey, come and help in the warehouse," and you're been sitting at your desk all day, and now you got to go move around some boxes. Higher likelihood that you could uh, experience an injury just from that transition in the unfamiliar work condition. The main ways that you can address all of these issues is to go through a little short checklist 
and uh, make sure that you're kind of looking at, and we're going to specifically go over desk jobs first because that's the one that's usually the most common. Uh, we'll go over a little bit of lifting techniques as well just to kind of give you a picture of um, how you should be moving or how you should be aware of utilizing your body in space. And we'll just kind of run through that real quickly. Again, we've got the assessment tool posted, um, so you'll have access to that. You can run through the evaluation. Um, this comes from the uh, U.S. Department of Labor, so they've done a really good job of putting together a really uh, formal assessment tool that covers a lot of different areas um, so that if you're not sure where your pain is coming from, you can kind of identify what some of these areas might be. And if you do some basic adjustments, maybe they'll help relieve some of that pain. So uh, it's very extensive. It's not just a, you know, yes or no short little questionnaire. Like it's three pages long. They really, get it. They really get into it. But a couple things you can do, and these are useful tools that I've seen uh, pretty successfully used if you impl- implement them correctly, especially if you're working at a desk, uh, number one, an ergonomic chair. As long as it, if it's adjusted properly, it's a really good tool to release, release any kind of pressure that's coming from sitting in an uncomfortable, awkward position from your chair. The next one, um, and this goes along with just kind of generally not putting yourself in a position for a long period of time, um, getting a standing desk. So again, just switching positions, coming from a seated position to a standing position can really help relieve any kind of pressure stress that you're experiencing from sitting for a long period of time. The next one is getting a stability ball or a big gym ball to sit on a nice cushiony surface. Yeah, the next one is if you're somebody that's on a phone, Make sure that you're not using a, um, what's it called? Uh, receiver? Is I that don't what know. it's called? <laughs> handheld? No. Yeah, no. your handheld. Oh phone, my right? gosh, we're so far into the smartphone world, we can't remember what a phone is. What is a regular handy. phone called? <laughs> the landline? Well, yeah, it's a landline, but I mean, well, yeah. you know, it, it's work phone, a regular phone, right? You know what? I got to go down cord, and ask a, customer service. A not a cordless phone. <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> or maybe it is a cordless phone. Anyway, if you're still <laughs> if you're still using one of those, and for example, you're in customer service, you want to make sure that you know you're not shoving that phone up to your ear with your shoulder. Maybe we should re- you know kindly request that for our customer service. Yeah, people. usually to avoid those issues, you want to get nice. a some kind of headset, and that'll solve a lot of your problems. It'd be like a Christmas gift. Holding the phone <laughs> or having it up to your shoulder can can cause a little bit of pain. Uh, seat cushions, definitely something that that would be wise to invest in. Take some pressure off the tailbone. Again, that's a contact stress, right? You're always sitting down. I have that. I yeah, like So my that's seat a huge cushion. issue. And then monitor risers as well. So to make sure that your neck is staying in alignment, uh, you're relieving any pressure that be, might be caused from looking up or looking down too much. So those are some quick things to look at. Again, make sure you grab that assessment tool. It's going to go over some basic posture positions like making sure you're sitting up nice and straight. Uh, your torso is nice and vertical, maybe slightly reclined as well, making sure your back is supported, so actually using your backrest on your chair, making your sho- sure your shoulders are relaxed and your arms are supported so you don't have tight shoulders from your elbows hanging off. You know, we don't want to fight gravity. Uh, make sure your elbows are closer to your body, they're not extended out. Uh, we want to make sure that muscles are relaxed when you're working and you're not in a tense position, so if your elbow is further away from your body, uh, that's going to cause your shoulders to become tight. Uh, so elbows close to the body, feet flat on the ground. You want to take away any stress from gravity causing uh, your knees and your hips to hang down uh, in a stressful position. So making sure that your feet are nice and flat and comfortable on the ground. Um, make sure that your thighs are fully supported by your chair. I have this problem when I use my seat cushion. If I'm sitting on my seat cushion and I'm using my backrest on my chair, my knees kind of protrude out 
in front of the seat uh, the seat pad. Mine just slides off the chair. <laughs> so, so if your legs are if your thighs aren't fully supported, that can cause some stress uh, in your knees as well. Um, so those are some pa- basic tools. Um, I know it's a lot of information to cover, and uh, we'll probably have to do a version 2.0 for this episode just to make sure we cover some more details on some other professions uh, like lifting and twisting and um, reaching and different ways you can kind of avoid injury uh, if you have a manual labor type job. But we can go ahead and wrap this one up, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll work on getting the next one done in the future. Awesome. Okay, here we go. This episode was sponsored by the Sunny Health and Fitness recumbent desk exercise bike make the most out of your day with this workstation recumbent bike that takes multitasking to a whole new level we want to thank you for joining us here at nine to five fitness hope you enjoyed the show and learned something useful to help you on your journey to a healthy lifestyle if you want to learn more about this topic and other useful fitness tips check out our show notes or visit us at sunnyhealthandfitness.com follow us on instagram twitter facebook Pinterest, anywhere to get some good information. And if you guys are listening on Apple iTunes, please give us a review. Comments are nice, too. Come back next time when we discuss common supplement deficiencies and which supplements are proven to increase your performance. Eventually, I will learn how to use these words. (laughs) Supplements. (laughs) Supplements. (laughs) Supplements.